Well, what's news today? Uh, a couple of uh, things as far as the Department of Labor is concerned. They've published a new set of guidelines for all staff in the workplace. It's basically a new code of conduct. It provides some degree of clarity here and also extensive advice to both employers and employees on how to act in the workplace, how colleagues should behave amongst themselves, how superiors should behave in the context of their role as a leader and in relation to their subordinates as well. What else do we know about this? Well, the new rules came into effect last week, Friday, the 18th of March, after Labour Minister Tulas Ngayasi signed off on the all-important documents. Um, and things like the term harassment actually is not, was not rather currently defined in the Employment Equity Act, and that in the new Code of Practice has it as harassment is unwanted conduct which impairs dignity. Hmm. So the passive-aggressive behaviours outlawed under the new harassment rules include negative gossip, <coughs> yes, negative joking at someone's expense <coughs> oh guys we're not doing well here sarcasm <coughs> <coughs> condescending <coughs> eye contact oh. facial expressions oh. gestures Ooh. mimicking to ridicule Yo. deliberately causing uh, embarrassments or insecurity <laughs> and sabotage somebody's career performance Ooh. sounds like a regular monday on radio sure. yeah uh, i'm sorry <laughs> nobody will have a job if 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 all of these are like not allowed anymore okay let's bring in bongani lutuli partner at cohen harper madigizela attorneys bongani thank you for your time yeah, good to have you back on the show again. Um, the need to change things up and provide clarity. I'm surprised that there wasn't such clarity. What is it born out of? Yeah, look, the courts have been grappling with, with sexual harassment um, now until 2019. Um, we've had Convention 190 from International Labour Organization, the ILO, and South Africa has a signatory to that convention. And, and therefore, we are then mandated to implement domestic laws, as it were. So between 2020 up until proclamation, as Melanie correctly put it, uh, the 18th of March, we then had to have this code so that we adjust to the recent trends in case law, internationally and otherwise, that deal with this issue. Hence the proclamation of this gazette. Mm-hmm. I mean, things like passive-aggressive behaviors, for instance, are yeah. a, a type of communication, albeit maybe not verbal. Sometimes it can be visual, facial expressions, etc. I mean, this must be an interesting one because how do you then establish someone's intent behind, say, rolling their eyes or, you know, um, whatever other gesture that may be? It's going to be tough. Um, <laughs> the courts are very tough as well. Um, but I think what's, what's going to be telling now in those behaviors that are not, you know, overt in that way, um, what, you, what the court will do is when a person says, no, I don't like that kind of behavior, and then you persist, uh, then that's going to be deemed as, as, as harassment, sexual or otherwise. Mm. But uh, where, where, where those are one off, those are the traditional ones, where you touch someone inappropriately, you kiss someone, uh, those are those can you know justify the sense of first offense because they're quite they're quite out there. We all we all know that they're offensive. So this sort of throws up the cat among the prisoners too. You know, um, how do you look at somebody? How whether you blink is it in a sexual way or not? It's going to really be objective. Mm. And also considering the way we've been socialized, for instance, even as men, you as a man might say something that you think is a compliment to a woman, but in actual fact is highly inappropriate. Correct. And, 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 and these have been, certainly in my practice, where you find cultural differences. One particular culture may be part of where says you need to pursue a woman and know you've got to learn them because all to any conduct it's unwanted. You don't have to believe that it's not. Mm. Anybody looking outside in. So it's partly objective and partly subjective that one may fall foul of this code.
the other thing is is being aware of the um, the changes as employers and employees. Is there any obligation here on the employee's part or employer's part, sorry, to inform the employees of these shifts? Because tomorrow I might say, no, but I didn't know that uh, rolling my eyes was not allowed, for instance. Mm-hmm. Yes, it, it, yeah, the code is quite parametric on this. Uh, one needs to ensure that there's a policy in place, in line with the code of good practice. That is, there's still to work for labor lawyers out there. You need to workshop employees on the policy. Mm. Uh, you need to have a clear guideline on dispute resolution as well as consequence of such conduct. Because in, in labor law, before someone is dismissed, the, the crucial question is while they're ruling place, and, and was, was employees aware of the rule or reasonably aware. So employees must make sure that if there's an internet also where the rules are codified, they need to ensure that they go there to the internet and familiarize themselves on this. But certainly an era of workshop. Totally. It's key that we all know what's what out there. Bongani, thank you for your time as always. Bongani Lutuli, partner at Cohen Harper Madigizela Attorneys, just speaking to us on the the changes in uh, the labor law, particularly with a new code of conduct, which provides clarity. For you, the employer, or you, the employee. And, you know, somebody's going to work today, mm-hmm. and there's something they absolutely love about their work environment. And then there's something they absolutely hate. Sure. So let's quickly do the exercise. As you're heading out to work this morning, what do you love about your work environment, and what do you absolutely hate? 0715856157. I mean, if there's one thing I wish we had here was a damn canteen. Yeah. Like, where's our canteen at? Yeah. We used to have one, right? We used to have many in the building. So, so, so where are they at? I don't know. And this is on the radio side. I don't know about SABC TV. Maybe it's different. Though. I don't know. Maybe there's Hollywood and here. We don't know. <laughs> no, there is a canteen that side. It's still operating. Really? It's not the same. Yeah. It's not the same? No, no, no not at all. I remember the one used to be right next to our studios. Remember yes, that coffee station that store? Coffee shop. Oh, yeah, mm. it was beautiful. Great. Yeah. It disappeared. COVID-19 also changed a lot, a of, lot things. of things. Fair yeah. enough. Okay, let's see. Um, who, who's got stuff that they love and hate about their work environment? Send us those voice notes and uh, we'll see. And nothing is too petty or too small, believe me. Maybe even mm-hmm. a colleague's cologne reminds you of your ex. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe your colleague is your ex. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Now in the same room, <laughs> building. And then all of a sudden for the new fiscal, you're in the same damn team. It's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get those voice notes in.